Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Hi, this is Darren. Welcome back to Priority Pastor. I have actually not recorded a podcast for several weeks here. Uh, This time it's the end of August into now the beginning middle of September. Uh, There's been a lot going on, not just in the world, but in our in our lives and our roles. I'm involved in the search process, transitional process for two churches. One has now uh, had a candidate and called the candidate. Very excited about that. Their start date is in November and so we're in the the wind down stage here. Typically we have an overlap of about a month where, especially if I'm living in the same community at the time, which we will be, where I'm basically on call for the pastor. We we meet formally typically once a week hand over documents and talk about the life of the church and get all the you know, logistics laid out. There's a little added layer right now with uh, doing church a little bit differently, some of the tech side, and uh, basically then on call as needed. And in that month, it works out usually to about a week of work. So really we are in the definitely the wind down stage there. The other church I'm involved with, as I record this, has a pre-candidate coming where they're going to, the leadership's gonna meet with someone privately and consider whether to call them as a candidate to come for full candidating event. And I'll know within uh, within a few days whether that's a go or not. So we'll see. Uh, hopefully it is and it's a go. And I could be gainfully unemployed <laughs> from both places uh, by the end of November if all goes well. And so we are in anticipation of that possibility. We have been in a fairly conscious seeking mode last week. Took a lot of time. I did kind of what I call a modular retreat. Uh, where I took a, a half day, pretty much every day, five days of the week, a half day of retreat, uh, reading and thinking and praying and, and just mulling on where things were at and what we might be called to, looking at you know, finances and options and opportunities and weighing all of, those, all of those factors. I also wrote an article for our local newspaper here where we're serving as transitional pastors. And really, that's what I want to make the subject of, of this episode. The idea that the stress is real. Quite a few years ago, I went to a dentist, a new dentist. We were in a new community. He did my once over, the hygienist did her thing. And then I met with a dentist and he looked at my teeth. He says, I see that you, you've been grinding your teeth for about 10 years. And uh, I, I said, well, you know, my wife and I just celebrated our 10th anniversary. And uh, when I told my wife that, she didn't think it was as funny as I did. But the truth was I'd also been a pastor for about the same amount of time, just a little bit longer or a little bit shorter than we'd been married. And uh, my wife is not a stress-causing person. And so I suspect that the tooth grinding had something to do with the fact that I was in vocational ministry. And what made me think of that story was that in the past couple weeks, I've seen some articles highlighting the fact that dentists are seeing more cracked teeth recently. And they're quite sure it's due to more jaw clenching and teeth grinding. And that's a result of more stress. And even if you're not feeling stressed, The changes of these past few months are definitely raising your baseline stress from whatever it was before. You know, good things like getting married or buying a house or getting a new job, those are stressful even though they're good things. And if you throw in lockdowns and masks and hand sanitizers and social distancing and all that kind of stuff, and if you're a pastor, try to figure out how to do church in the midst of all this and be a pastor and care for a congregation, that adds a whole other layer of stress. So, So the question is, how are you handling the stress? I know from historically that 
you know, I've been a tooth grinder and I wear a mouth guard at night and I've worn one out in the past. And I've been, been learning to, to learn to relax. And for me, a tight jaw is a good clue that I'm getting stressed. And I'm aware of that even through the day. And so when I'm aware of that, I take action to lower my stress level. And I do things, you know, I listen to relaxing music. I drink some chamomile tea before bed. And my wife encourages me to take some magnesium as well. And those help. But really, probably the most important thing I do is I take that simple directive in Scripture where we're told to cast our cares on Him for He cares for you. Cast your cares on Him for He cares for you. Cast your cares on Him and He'll sustain you. And at the start of the day, after I've kind of spent some time in the Word, I will uh, just look at my day and think about the things that are weighing on me, things that might make me clench my jaws and grind my teeth and just pray over them and hand them over to the Lord and ask Him to be involved and to do what I can't do and basically turn those worries and those stresses into a prayer, taking the things I can't control and handing them over to the Creator, seeking direction for the actions I should take on the things I can control, basically saying, God, here's, here's the things that stress me out. Please help. Please do what I can not. And so I've been more conscious of that uh, since seeing those articles because I realized that's my tendency to to get, you know, the, the, the jaw-clenching thing going on. And so I have a physical reminder when I'm stressed. And it's a reminder then to step back and to cast my cares on Him. And I just want to encourage you to do the same. Stress is real. Whether you feel stressed or not, there is stress that happens. And so I encourage you to take some time today. Take some time every day to cast your cares on Him because He cares for you. Thanks for listening. God bless. Talk to you soon. Press on. Mm-hmm.